When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just don't think I can adult today. You have no idea my trauma. I just, I walk around naked. Life's what you make it. So let's make it rock. Hello and good morning or evening, depending on what time of the day you're listening to this. Guten Morgen. Or Guten Nacht. Hey, we're German. I'm Danish, so oh. we're basically the same thing. Well, welcome to the Sav and Sean show. I'm your host, Sav. I'm your other host, Sean. And this is our show. <laughs> Context clues, you dummy. That's us. That And this is it. That's Somebody us. call Michael Jackson, because this, this is, is it. This is it. Oh, Wow. You know, when I found out about... mm, Hello? (laughs) Hi. Uh, How are (laughs) you? I was at a CeCe's Pizza when I found out that Michael Jackson had died. And I think that's just very apropos. I was at home and I remember my mom ran in and said, oh my God, Michael Jackson is dead. And I remember saying, ho. (laughs) (laughs) And then immediately I was like, wait, I know him. And then I felt really bad for saying, who? Yeah. And then I remember my dad, this is back when like... I don't think iPhones were quite yet a thing. At least we didn't have iPhones. We still had iPods. Oh, yeah. And my dad went and downloaded the entire Michael His, Jackson discography. discography. Yeah, like <laughs> from Jackson 5 Days on. Oh, yeah, discography. And he then, said, we need to cry it out. Yeah, and, and it was funny because like all the sales on iTunes like busted through the roof that week too because he had died. So my dad was like, everyone's listening to Michael Jackson. Um, yeah, so that's that's my memory of Michael Jackson. That's dying. so funny. Can Rest we, in peace. Rip. Can we also talk about how I love the start of this because it sounded like, you know, it's like 7 a.m. on a local morning radio show. Could, I would like, not want to wake up to that. Good morning. No, news on the five, sevens, and nines. Have you We've seen, got. Sorry. Sorry. I got excited. Have you seen that TikTok trend of like the teleprompter? trend yes and it's like everyone that does it has to put on their best news reporter voice good morning today on the i-95 massive traffic jam like i feel like i could do that oh easily but then i also feel like my brain would be like words and here's the thing too it's like the reaction time for being like and so all of the puppies got adopted now just in 15 have been murdered today like it's it's the the see i would be the that one lady in that video that's like 10 people died tonight in a fire in the Bronx that killed 10 people tonight in a fire in, in the, the Bronx. Bronx. <laughs> Thanks, Sharon. When I was a kid, it was like the prime of like the Today Show. So like my mother would always watch the Today Show every morning. And so we would watch it too. So we we're talking like... It's the show that happens today. It does. It does. Um, but I remember sitting there on this couch, right? With just like cold coca-cola in a mug pretending it was coffee and being like this is going to be my reality when i'm an adult anytime just being like oh my god the weather is insane when is the gop gonna get it together this climate change is no joke in 2005 i would do that all the time thinking that's what i was gonna be when i grew up and let me tell you what i just don't think like 
like, I can adult today. Listen, I got into an argument with my mom the other day. Basically, she was, we we were going after, you know, petty things about, you didn't buy this gallon of milk, so you can't drink it. But like, oh, I only had a bowl of cereal, you know, stuff like that. You know, and so then I was like, mom, I I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask you I didn't to make ask me. To be born. I didn't ask to be conceived. You, you did this. So really, <laughs> whose fault is it? It's yours. Well, that's a, another thing about growing up. And here's the thing: you think that adults are like so steadfast for no reason. You're like, wow, I trust your completely stubborn opinion because you are an expert because you are larger than me and have been alive longer than me. Therefore, you must be wiser. Exactly. Then we realize when our parents were going, "My house, my rules." It's so similar to like how we would have been like well when i move out things are going to be different listen when i tell you i thought when i turned 18 something magical was going to happen to me where i would suddenly become a grown-up 13 going on 30 no i like literally and this is we're talking like i'm 15 16 and i'm like when i'm 18 I'm going to move out. I'm going to have my own job. I'm going to have my own car. I'm going to have my own life. I'm going to be self-sufficient. Bitch. Little did she know. Girl, if I could go back and punch myself in the face, I would do it anyway just because I'm so stupid. But like, especially at, at that time, I don't know what I... I think it was along the same lines of like when I was younger, I thought when I would become a grown up. Because people kept saying, like, my face would change with puberty. I literally right. thought I would get a different face. I'm sure. Like, I was, no I would, man. like, look at myself and then maybe be like, I can't wait to get my adult face. <laughs> my adult face. Because I was like, I don't look like my mom. And I think my mom is so pretty. And my mom would be like, well, I didn't look like this when I was younger. And I'd be like, oh, okay, well, when I get my grown-up face, then I'll look more like my mom. My mom is so pretty. My mom's so She's beautiful. She's freaking gorgeous, yeah, bro. Yeah, supermodel. But um, that never happened. I still have the same face. Um, it has changed definitely, but it's still for the most part the same. My nose is slightly different. It's been broken multiple times. Rhinoplasty. Nope, not not even in the good way. Oh, it's broken no. traumatically. Yikes. Um, and yeah, so that's about it. So basically I didn't know shit about being a grown up. And do I now? No. No, everybody, that's the thing too. It's one of those situations where when I was a kid, if I was even in my teens and I met somebody that was 25, I'd be like, you're a a member of authority. I have to respect you. I remember when my cousin was in college, he brought like his college girlfriend over for like a holiday, like Thanksgiving or something. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to them. I was like fucking five, six. Like they were grown ups. Yes. They were grown ups. Me at 22, I couldn't even feed myself breakfast, lunch, and dinner in one kidding? day. I still can't. But I'm I'm 24 now. I'm almost 25. And anytime I see people younger than me, would always be of the mindset where like you're going to you're going to learn when you're older. I I know what I'm talking about. I go. I'm seasoned. Exactly. You have no idea of my trauma. I spoke to the other day, like uh, one of my coworkers. She's like 22, and I was like. I'm a cautionary tale. I'm not an expert. I know nothing, but also please don't make the same mistakes. I'm begging you. See, people that are in that kind of demographic, like that younger college age adults, to me, I feel like go either two ways nowadays. They're either super woke 
mm-hmm. to the point that it's like cringy kind of woke. Like the, it's just a act, um, actually kind of woke to everything that you have to say. Right, right, right. And then there's also ones that are genuinely woke in the sense that like they know that our planet Social is spiraling justice. downhill and they're trying to do something about it because they're the only ones that can. Right. And I respect the shit out of it's that. It's in their hands now, baby. I saw this TikTok the other day. <laughs> I'm going to start calling TikTok the news. I saw on the, the news, news the other day. The other day? Um, it was like this girl and she was like, I was at a bar the other day in college town and these frat guys came in the bar and I was like, oh, great. And the bartenders all talked to them like they were regulars. Oh, she was a new bartender. That's oh, what it was. She was gotcha. working behind this bar. <laughs> she was just drinking. And, and she so was like, all, <laughs> all the other bartenders were like treating them like regulars. And so they came up to her and, you know, after a while, the one started talking to her like, hey, and she was like, OK, great. Here we go. And she turns around. And he's like, hey, I haven't seen you here before. And she's like, yeah, I'm new. It's my first day. And he goes, oh, sweet. What are your pronouns? Oh, my God. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me that these frat guys are that woke? I just. And she was like, yeah, I'm Maggie and my pronouns are she, her. Thanks. And he's like, oh, cool. I'm Mike and my pronouns are he, him. Nice to meet you. And I was like, yo, where were those frat guys when I was in college? Seriously. So, like, like, I respect that for sure. And that's a level of, like, maturity and adulthood that, like, I used to think was kind of rare, but like you're seeing a lot more of it nowadays, which I think is super cool. But back in when I was that age, I am ashamed to say I did not have that emotional or mental maturity. I behaved like a 21 and 22 year old. And it was, yeah, that's basically all I have to say for those years. I know I was making jokes about it, but we do. We learn, we change, we grow. Things that we learn are things like remembering to purchase toilet paper ahead of time or the real knowing that toilet paper doesn't come with the apartment <laughs> yes, yes. Yep. knowing that you have to purchase trash bags and dishwasher detergent and laundry detergent and, and toilet paper and dishes and oh utensils. my god and you can't just live your life like the frat guys where you have one cup and one dish and your bed is on the floor without a box spring. Because let, let me be honest, real talk. I'm going to be vulnerable. Oh, my God, I'm vulnerable. Um, my bed is still on the floor, but there's a box spring underneath it. So maybe I'm doing a little better. And I just like the sort Sean, of... look at my bed right now. Look at my bed. Wow, it is a, a box spring on the floor <laughs> with a mattress on it. We relate. How dare you? In my <laughs> defense, it's because I didn't want to use my bed frame. Yes, but you also have a full comforter set and also things like that. We're talking, some of these men are sitting there with no fitted sheet, no oh. comforter, a top sheet, no pillowcase. How do you have no fitted sheet but a top sheet? Answer me that. Yeah. Where, you, where, How do you where have did no you get it? Did you just grandfather sheet? it in? Doesn't yeah. make any sense. You just gave up on the on the fitted sheet and you decided, fuck it. And, or a three-in-one shampoo. Gentlemen. Oh, oh please. Let please. me tell you what. Let me tell if you, you what. If you are using a three-in-one shampoo. Your skin is so men, dry, babe. ladies, people that don't conform to genders, if you are using a three-in-one shampoo or a two-in-one shampoo or a any-in-one shampoo, stop. Stop. It's not doing you any good. It's not. You might as well be using Dawn dish soap at that point. Just rub your body with a bar of soap at oh that point. God. A bar of freaking, I don't know, Irish spring or something. And feel your skin fight you anytime you try to make an expression. Feel I'll the dandruff you guys, that you have in your head. Are you kidding? Listen, invest. If you are an adult person over the age of over the age of 18, invest in shampoo, conditioner. Even under the age of 18. And body wash separately. Parents. Yeah, just invest they in them separately. They have things. Please, your hair does not need the same ingredients that your body does. It's just a three-in-one shampoo is a scam. It's a scam. It's not going to do you any good, It's babe. not. It's Head not. and shoulders, mm, only if you have dandruff, maybe. Yes. Or maybe you're 
you know, somebody who's a homosexual man who in his mid to late teens got traumatized because he saw an extreme case of dandruff and out of really precaution more than anything, he started using head and shoulders because he was terrified that he was going to seem flaky because he wore a lot of blacks and blues. And, you know, then that carried on for a long time, but he learned his lesson and he was telling a cautionary tale on a podcast with his best friend or something. I don't know. Yeah, like that. Listen, our point is... (laughs) Invest in separate washes for your separate parts, yes. okay? Face wash, body wash, hair wash, okay? Yeah. You don't have to mouth have conditioner. Wash, conditioner, please, yeah. Conditioner is a separate thing. That's just if you're being bougie. But at least shampoo, body wash, face wash. Three different things for three different parts of your body, okay? A moisturizer would be nice, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, skincare is a whole separate adult a thing. A whole other thing. That's on a, on a whole other topic of taking care of your body. Anyway, let me just say, listen up, guys, gals non-binary pals, whatever. (laughs) That was a rhyme. If you're as adulty as you think that you're adult, I mean, granted, most of our listeners... It's just our friends. It's Megan, Tracy, and Fabiola. Literally. Sometimes Marissa. And Marissa. (laughs) Hi. Oh, Hank also, but he still fits in that range. He's the male in in that age range as well. So there we go. Cool, cool. Uh, Hey, Hank. Hi, six listeners. Um, Anyway, so we... And John. Doesn't John listen sometimes? Oh my God, John does listen sometimes. The John Sparling. Wow. The most talented man alive. We're going to list it like a credit sequence. Just everybody who listens. <laughs> but if you are no longer a dependent of your parents, or you're still a dependent, but you have a full time job or a part time job, whatever, you're filing your taxes, do me a favor take that tax return, go out and buy yourself proper hair and skincare. Maybe a condiment, maybe a full dish set, a pot and pan that you didn't inherit from your parents' third condo that they kept in the attic. That might be nice. Yeah. <laughs> something for something to call your own yes something that belongs to you that you didn't just like take ownership out of this is obligation mine. yes this is mine i think i made this joke actually what was the episode i think it was the reality reality tv, TV? yes 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 you're so right um where my housewives uh punchline was i don't know how to do taxes and that was funny haha <laughs> but actually i don't i will say i work as a 1099 Yes. Worker. That's how I make all of my income. Yeah. So the last couple of years have been the first time I've had to pay when I filed my taxes. And yeah. normally I would just file my taxes on TurboTax because it's easy and I'm bad at keeping right. track of documents and stuff like that. Um, but this past year, when I went to go file my taxes after we were in quarantine and I was unemployed for how many months, mm-hmm. the TurboTax website told me that I was going to owe the IRS $1,400 hairs. And I was like, that That's can't a full be Barbie right. doll. Yeah, I was like, that can't be right. So I talked to my mom about it. And she said, well, why don't you file with our accountant, our family accountant who's done all of our family members' taxes for years? As an accountant. So I was like, <laughs> it'll be more expensive than TurboTax. But I reached out to him. And let me tell you, he hooked me up. Not only did he get me all of the stimulus checks that I did not receive, even though... I was unemployed because of Corona and we were in quarantine, hooked me up with all three or how many stimulus checks there were, then dropped how much I owed the IRS, according to TurboTax, from $1,400 to only $700. So literally cut it in half. Yeah. Dan the man really hooked me up. Daniel. I'm yeah. in love with you. And then he put all of my documents in a convenient packet and it mailed and it to me so I have it. Ugh. It's dated. It has all of the amounts on it. Like he hooked me up. And that is the only way I know how to do my taxes is TurboTax or Dan the man. <laughs> yeah, I will never use TurboTax again because Dan the man no. did me right because I was two years behind on filing <laughs> technically and he hooked me up. And let me tell you what. 
the moment that I met Wesley, who's my accountant, it was the start. It doesn't have the same ring as Dan the Man. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it was the start of something new. It was. You could say, you know, your your taxes, your bank account was really breaking free after that. (laughs) Truly, it was. It really bopped the top. (laughs) Your 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 numbers in your account. I love her vocal warm-ups. That's my favorite. I think she does them in High School Musical, too. Brr, brr, ma. No, does she the do them? She does them in the first one? Okay, yeah, yeah those are my one. favorite. The second one, she's like, I'm already warmed up. It's oh, the summer. Yeah. I'm always I warm. Fabulous. Yeah, with the yes. pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iconography. Stop. Also, That's the, a really good number. It's so good. But then you're like living your life, right? And you have all of this money in your account after you get all of your taxes done and you're riding high and you're living your absolute best life. But then plot twist... You go through your entire tax return because you're like, oh my God, this money's going to last forever. But then plot twist, it doesn't. And I know from personal experience. uh, Or if you have a credit card, then you have invisible make-believe money, which is more dangerous. That's what they don't tell you is that credit is something that does not exist. It is not an actual real thing. It's, It's an idea. And also it runs the world. Yeah, they said, credit is responsible for everything. And they don't tell you that. I remember ever. the first time I ever learned about a credit card in school was in a PE class. Are you kidding? It was in the class was called Hope. It was Health Opportunities oh, through, through Physical, physical education. education. Yep. So I took it, was it like, online so I didn't have to do it in person. Half of it was like PE and like exercising. And then the other half of it was like not really science, but like life stuff right right so i remember one of the lessons specifically was credit cards versus debit cards and this that was the first time i ever learned the difference between a credit card and a debit card and i want to say i was in like seventh grade i was like 12 years old and it makes no sense because the world is all based around this idea make believe money it's not what you do with make believe money exactly and that is what is so absolutely wild that that dictates your life Right. When you start off, when you're officially an adult, nobody wants to give it to you. Nobody you wants to, to give it to you. You earn it. You do. Either no one wants to give it to you at all whatsoever, or the people who do decide to give it to you make you pay it back, but for more. That mm-hmm. is the idea of interest. Isn't that fucked? Who decided that? Who said, I'm going to loan my neighbor some money, but I'm going to say, hey, you have one month to give me that money back. And if you don't, you're going to owe me that money back plus 25% of Even that money. Even if you give it back right on time because it gave it to you in the first place. If I give you $100, you now have to give me It's my fee for loaning it to you exactly, in the first place. in the place first place. For my kind, it's my kindness fee. Right. Are you kidding, Are you kidding? me? And Who that's what the world is built on. That shit makes me so mad. And that's why I hate capitalism. Capitalism needs to go down. I wish we were on video for that moment so that we could have like thunder and lightning. Capitalism. It's okay. I'll put it in post. But it's absolutely ridiculous. And nobody tells you how to budget your life. Like say, for instance, uh, when you're first starting out, it's super, super responsible rather than getting that Capital One credit card with like a 20% interest rate because that's what they think that they should give you because you're just starting out. You could do a secured credit card with almost non-existent interest rate with like a credit union and you could put money down. So you could take that tax return that we were talking about earlier, and you could put it on a secured credit card, which means that if you go outside of your limit, you've already given them that money from the start. So if you don't pay it back, you'll still get a hit, but it won't be as intense of a hit, and it's still there. Well, the other thing is, like, credit cards are so... I've heard if you pay 
two if you pay more than your credit card payment minimum. I saw this on the news too. It negatively affects your. I almost said it negatively affects your TikTok. It negatively affects your credit. But if you pay your credit late, it negatively affects your credit. Yeah. If you pay your credit on time, the exact amount, it doesn't do anything to your credit. So how do you build credit? So here's the here's the tea. Here's something that I learned on the news. On, on the, the news, news that changed my life. Thank it, you. It really did. The um, only thing tethering <laughs> me to the outside world. Hey. So I saw somebody on the news and she said that if you pay your like your balance, right, at the start of the month, like what is expected of you, and then you go in in the middle of the month and you put in like $10 mm-hmm. for most credit card companies, what they will say is that it will look as if you've made two payments in the same month, and that will build your credit. That will build your credit? Build your credit. So it won't negatively affect you because you're not trying to make up for something. You're trying to be ahead of yourself. Mm -hmm. We'll see, because last month I was talking to my mom and I was like, wow, past me really came in clutch. And she was like, past you? And I was like, yeah, me from the past, obviously. I guess last month I way overpaid my car bill. And this month, I didn't have to pay even the minimum of what I usually have to pay. I had to pay significantly less as like really? my bare minimum. So I was like, wow, past me really came in clutch. Because this is something I wanted to tack on to your thing about like how life is so expensive. Yeah. So I live in a unique situation where like I don't pay rent right now. However, I pay for my car. I pay for my car insurance. I pay for my phone. So nobody like really prepared me that all of these things were going to cost money and how much money they were all going to cost and these right, are basic things i life. need a car to get to work i need car insurance to be able to drive my car you know what i mean so it's like just you know what's the crazy? cost of being alive is so, so expensive and we don't make that much money to like to begin live with. comfortably yeah Can I tell and you, that's what's fucked about it to me like i don't know when you're trying to budget all of it together it gets so fucking overwhelming mm-hmm. to the point where you start going, okay, there honestly, like, thank God we're not here anymore. But there honestly was a time where I would just be like, okay, well, gas in the car, dinner today. Like, I went off solid month getting a Wendy's four for four. And then I would wake up on my way to work, right? Like my, my full-time job. Mm-hmm. And I would stop off and I would get a very, very large soda because the carbonation would fill my belly. Yeah. And so I wouldn't have to eat for the majority of the day. Because, and then like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to choose between like it... eating and like driving to work. Exactly. Like, are you kidding? It's ridiculous. And thankfully I worked at a place that's, that it was in a restaurant it was mm-hmm. a confectionery shop. Ooh. And so we love I, confections. I could eat all of the confections that I wanted. But they don't fill you. No. And they the sugar satisfy. also does not make the stomach acid dissipate. So it was a lot of bathroom vomits. Oh. But we live. Anyway, but that's why budgeting is important. But you can only budget if the structure is so that you can succeed. Well, and even then, like, if you do budget, it's not enough to save really anything of value. So, like, for example, I get paid, I'm a teacher for extracurricular activities i teach dance so i get paid per class per day so like if i teach on monday i'll get paid for monday's classes on tuesday usually and i get paid via paypal or like a money lending service and so when i transfer that money to my account let's say the amount is 50 dollars. it takes a fee out so it only transfers 49 or 47 dollars once that money goes into my account whatever my balance is in my checking if it's you know 53642 I'll immediately transfer six whatever to my savings. I think it's just cuz like I'm a little OCD and so like yeah. my checking is a nice whole number and then like whatever le- leftover changes 
is just automatically my savings. And then I make a rule for myself to not touch my savings unless absolutely like positively freaking I'm going to die right. necessary. And let me just say really quickly, because I think we should go to break. Can I just say how proud I am of you for that? And maybe it's because I didn't understand money management or maybe I'm just an impulsive piece of shit. But you do this thing with savings that I have never been able to achieve, probably because of lack of discipline more than anything. But <sighs> my thing too is I've never had this amount of money in my savings before because I used to be really bad about like I'd have $40 in my checking and $20 in my savings then I would transfer $10 from my savings to my checking so I could buy groceries or something like that right, you know so it'll grow yeah and so I've never had this much money in my savings before and now my goal that I try to keep in mind when I'm buying anything using my checking account is like okay I need to budget in a way that I will not touch the number in my savings which has been yeah. a really good way to keep me on track so like if I want to keep that number at 2000 or 1000 or whatever. I know if I have $2034, okay, worst worst case scenario, I have 34 extra dollars I can pull from my savings, but I'm not going to let it dip below 2000. Yeah. You know, and that's actually helped Which me is a lot. So responsible as if this entire time we were a TED Talk. And and hopefully this advice was beneficial and maybe it's yeah, oh not yeah. because you already know all of this and maybe because I'm a, you know, self-validating piece of shit. I wish I had this resource available to me when I was the age of the people that we're trying to, I guess, speak to, quote unquote, because when it's coming from somebody who thinks that they're an expert, I have always been somebody who's been like, fuck you, I know better. But in yeah. this case, it's like tears. I don't know. I this has all come from like my own trial and error, at least anything that I speak of in this conversation. So like, it's not me trying to tell you what to do. It's just me saying, like, this is what works for me because nothing else has. And, and who knows if anything else will. I also don't claim to be a grown-up, which is funny because I teach children that look up to me as if I'm a grown-up. But in my mind, I'm still, like, literally 12. So, like, don't, don't ask Big me for advice man. about anything because, one... You're going to be disappointed with the response. And two, I don't need that kind of pressure on me to give you a good answer. So just we'll just save the both of us from that trouble. Relatable. And, mm -hmm. and to keep you from any more pressure. Oh, my God. Am I pressuring you? I'm so sorry. Yeah, um, I feel a lot of pressure. I, it's probably be because that or the fact that my hand is pushing down on your shoulders actively. But <laughs> pushing <I think> <laughs> a pillow down onto my face as we Smother speak. her. Smothered, covered, and capped. Waffle Wee. House, what's good? Um, I feel like now is a good time Yummy. for us to take a break. <laughs> I, I concur. We're back. Hello. Hello. Hi. How was your break? It was wonderful. I did what I normally do. Mm. I had a few more sips of wine, as you've already heard before. I ingested some nicotine, as you've already heard before. I went through uh, an Instagram post that I had posted earlier today for some self-gratification, and here we are. I want you to know I did buy hummus at the grocery store yesterday. Oh, you did? Um, well, you know, here's the thing. You go to the grocery store, you buy multiple forms of hummus because you've been led to believe that hummus is the snack that you eat when you're an adult. Let me just tell you what. I love hummus. We've already covered this. Everybody loves hummus. It's, it's wonderful. Delicious. It's so good. The consistency is wonderful. Sometimes you can sub carrot chips for normal chips, which are just fresh carrots that have just been sliced in the style of chips. You, but you do you do that? Yeah, have you never done that? I don't like kale. No, it's delicious. It's it's like a it's it's a texture thing for me. I don't know. 
I don't like them sweet. I'll tolerate them cooked if they're cooked like well and they're like mushy. But like if they're too hard, there's something about them being so sweet and so crunchy that like just really bothers me. Have you ever had a carrot with hummus on it? I just prefer a Stacy's pita chip, but that's, that's fair. Me. My mother's name is Stacy. And the thing about the Stacy's pita chips is that they were always called Stacy's Naked. Nothing on them. Oh, good. And so I, between that and then Stacy's Mom, which actually wasn't applicable to my mother, but they still made jokes about it. Anything with the name Stacy was traumatizing for me. And so I love a good pita chip, but I prefer the carrot chip. That's not really a chip. It just looks like a chip because it's a carrot. What about the pretzel chips? I do love the pretzel chips. They're so good. Anyway, when you're living alone, as I am, at least at this phase of my life, I just, I don't have to answer to anyone. I don't have to ask my parents for permission. I don't have to ask my roommates for permission for anything. I just, I walk around naked. There's sometimes when I will sit in front of my open refrigerator as I'm like trying to pick out a snake. Snake? I was with you the whole time trying to pick out a snake. I was like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, nodding enthusiastically. Can't fucking breathe. <laughs> I didn't even question it. You you didn't even stumble. I was like, yeah, I'm picking out a snake. This is the hardiest <laughs> laugh I've ever heard from you. It's raspy. It's like, I can't breathe. Oh, my Lord. I'm that shouting. was so, just so your face. A snake? <laughs> Yeah, Anaconda with Jennifer yes, Lopez. I love that love movie. It. Great. So more than anything, I'm just literally in the view, the cold light, everything else is off. And I'll be like, oh my God, I want some of these Oscar Mayer cold cuts. Oh, uh, see, I I do that, but I am uncomfortable being naked. So it's it's pretty uh, much the same thing, except I'm fully clothed. But I will go through the grocery store and I will be so responsible. I will buy the Frozens. I will buy some Treat Yourself wine. I will buy a snack for a guest. I will buy balsamic reduction because I put that shit on everything. Oh, yes. A staple in my house. I still haven't gotten to the point of adulting where I'll go to like the deli counter and order like a quarter pound of like Oh, no. I'd rather die than talk to somebody behind a deli counter. Absolutely. I know Oscar Mayer is going to kill me with the saline, but it's better than having to communicate with Yeah, give me the nitrates, baby. I'd rather do that than like talk to a human being. We're ready to go. Yeah. And when I go down that aisle... To get those lunch meats, what do I see? The holy grail. The shining beacon. Uh, of the snack option I was never allotted as a child. It was Lunchables. Every Everybody <laughs> who was somebody would have a Lunchable. And I would always be there with my whole wheat uh, one slice of turkey, mustard, no mayo, no other condiment, two slices of bread sandwich, and stale tortilla chips, and cherry tomatoes as my lunch, and I would resent the shit out of it. One slice of turkey? One. One? Was it thick slice? No. It wasn't even like... <gasps> it was you know, you know how they do like the, the carvings now with the no. with the deli meats? Yeah, no, it was shaped. No. And like that was a lunch, whatever. No treats. And so. cherry tomatoes. Which, I don't get me wrong, I love cherry tomatoes. Yeah, but just by themselves? No dips. No, no ranch no and small tuppers. No nothing. Just pop them in like candy. Yes, literally. <laughs> Yummy. Nature's candy. Thanks, Acid. Delicious. Good thing I have these stale tortilla <laughs> chips <laughs> to sop it up. Wow, your mom didn't know what she was doing. Actually, that was dad more than anything. <gasps> I'm screaming. Mom dad didn't even didn't send us the lunch. 
Mom barely sent you to school. So I will literally go and I will stare and I will choose. But you know what? It's not even a hard decision because I don't do the stackables. You know, the whole classic thing is like, you know, you have your Ritz cracker or whatever they're calling it. And then the the cold cut and the cheese, whatever. I am a, I'm a purist for myself. I get the pepperoni pizza Lunchable every single time. I will buy three of them because you get three little non-like pita bread things, whatever. They don't have to be heated up. They're then, like English muffins, but like before they become English yes, muffins. Yes, like the, like the pre... They're not quite a cracker. They're not quite bread. They're an in-between. Yeah, they're like... They're like... Oh, you know when you go to Starbucks and you get that like protein bistro box? Yes, that, like, the little things that yeah, they give the you. Yeah, the muesli, gluten-free... I wouldn't be surprised. Is that how you say that, muesli? I don't I think know. so. It doesn't fill me, but it gives me nostalgia. And then you get a little tiny crunch bar. Tacking onto your charming lunchable story i'm so charming i have a i'm an adult i have a complicated relationship with lunchables because when i was young something was wrong with me in my brain and i did not like cheese i don't know why i cannot pinpoint a specific reason why i did not like cheese but i had an aversion to cheese like so much so that when we would go through the drive-thru no matter where we were if i got a burger i would specifically ask no cheese i would go to taco bell sean and ask for no cheese on my tacos. So like, it was an aversion Would you get the deluxe cheese. sans cheese, or would you literally just get tortilla and, and beef. ground beef? Yep. Tortilla and beef. Yep. 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 Don't know so why. Sad. I can't pinpoint a specific moment in my life that created Who this response. You? I don't know. So <laughs> I would get Lunchables for lunch, the stackable ones, but I would only stack the cracker and the meat. <laughs> so I would leave the whole block oh my because God, I was so, I think it's, I have an aversion of processed cheese. Because even now, like the craft singles that come individually wrapped, I can't stand them. Delicious. And when I touch them, I automatically like just reflexively vomit. I can't. Because my dogs, if they have to take medicine, will like yeah, wrap the medicine the in the, the cheese. Yeah. I can't yeah. touch it. When I, the moment that plastic comes off, when I touch that rubbery ass floppy cheese, I can't do it. Real cheese, though, give me a block of Parmigiano any time of the day. And I've I'm seen there. Her do it. Right? I've seen but her do it. so, yeah, for the longest time, I would only eat the crackers and the meat in my stackable Lunchables. And my mom would get so mad at me, like I was wasting a third of the Lunchable. But it was just weird to me that a che- a bunch of sliced cheeses could just right. be congealed in be a giant way? block of cheese like that. It just, it just was really off putting to me. I'm sorry. Processed right. cheese, me no likey. The thing about Lunchables that were are so appealing to me now, granted, I don't have a whole family like household so i'm not budgeting for like three children plus me and my spouse right it's just me it's you yourself and you yes us three like it's just a (laughs) just the three of us we can barely make it as we are we're barely surviving (laughs) but they're like three dollars max right and i will spend for a lunch at any like other like restaurant or anything and granted i can't do math very well the public school system failed me but (laughs) dad was a dean (laughs) um but it's only like three dollars for a lunchable and when you talk about like the rest of things grocery wise processed foods are honestly less expensive and with the price of groceries and gasoline and everything else it's like impossible to not jump for a bargain babe well and like that's the thing too is like you can argue that that's like feeding the health epidemic in america too is that all of the foods that are bad for you worse for you have more garbage and fillers and shit in them are cheaper and more accessible than the fresher foods i will say i've been on a huge broccoli kick for some reason i fucking love broccoli 
love broccoli. I don't know why. Eat your broccoli, kiddos. It's fibrous. It's delicious. And also texturally, it's like the perfect middle ground. And it's applicable to any food. You could puree it. You could do whatever. The broccoli flavoring is not... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's not overly intense it's very overpowering yes overpowering and of all of the dark green vegetables i.e asparagus spinach whatever broccoli won't make your pea smell um but anyway i've been buying a lot of broccoli fresh broccoli yeah compared to frozen broccoli so much cheaper like light years of a difference here's the thing a head of fresh broccoli is normally like one big head and like two smaller heads right I can eat that whole big giant yeah. big head of all one of those sitting. florets in one sitting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm spending three, four, five dollars, depending on how heavy it is, on one thing of broccoli that I'm gonna eat in pretty much one go. Yeah. Or I can spend a dollar ninety nine on a thing of broccoli I'm gonna eat in one go. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like yes, so it's get- frozen broccoli, but it's still the same exact thing. I'm still gonna eat it the same exact right. way. I think a lot of being an adult is strategy. Of course. So I always tease my mom sometimes when she goes grocery shopping. She always is really big about the BOGOs. But like yesterday I went grocery shopping. Everything I bought was because Mm. it was BOGO. Half the shit I bought, I didn't even need, but I bought because it was BOGO. And I said, well, I can use this. And if I'm getting one for free, I might as well find some way to... I'm I'm a scavenger in that way where like with leftovers, with things around the house, with whatever, I like to repurpose things. Yeah. And you can articulate recipes off of the extra that you get from the BOGO. Yeah. I'm good at building off of things. Exactly. So like... I took advantage of that when grocery shopping. And so I think a lot of adulting is with your budgeting, with your financial strategizing, with whatever. Like, you need to really plan out all of your purchases. It's, of it's, course. I envy the people that can make spontaneous purchases, I guess I should say. Like, I am that because I, I am a person that I have to meticulously plan pretty much down to every dollar I have left, like what I can spend. So I really envy the people that just can kind of spend money like it's nothing or like, you know, go on, oh, I'm I'm feeling a little tired, so I think I'm just going to go to Europe for the weekend just because I want to. I'm like screaming. People like that, <clears throat> I envy them so much. Maybe this I is I want why... to be them so much, but like I have to meticulously plan right, and strategize sure my out. money because like exactly like you said, groceries, way more expensive than you think. Gas fluctuates so, so crazy. You can get gas one week and it's one price. You can get gas four days later and it's a completely different price. It can Absolutely. be a dollar more than you got it four days ago, which also if you're getting gas four days after you just filled up, get Are you clocking car. me? I drive an hour commute back and forth to work. I go through a quarter of a take of gas daily. My commute is 16 minutes, so... Yes, all surface streets, so between gas and tolls, it's a lot for me that you don't have to deal with, but I that's okay. I two and a half weeks on a full tank of gas. That is Two and a half weeks on a full tank of gas. I could not imagine. Two and a half weeks on a full tank of gas, and at most it cost me 30 bucks. Hey, yeah, my tank costs 55 to fill, and I will <gasps> go through it in less than a week. Anyway, <gasps> so... Anyway, I can't believe I never told you that before. Yeah, no, it's very expensive for me to travel back and forth to my job. Well, I mean, just by the time it takes you to get there, I could have told you that. Yeah. Oh, but time-wise, actually, that's the best time of my day. 
because the here, silent one hour drive with your honestly, thoughts because here's the thing i get to work on this mm-hmm. i get to think about what i plan to work on this maybe i just want to like not be present where i am right now and i can listen to another podcast because i love so many other podcasts i can listen to music that i really really enjoy i can uh talk to people on the phone and catch up in times that i wouldn't and that's the thing too when we're kids we're so structured Mm-hmm. right everything is labeled out for us for our what? routines are like planned yeah exactly. because it's kind of we're like literally at the mercy of the people that take right. us to and from places and then once you become an adult like a fully functioning adult where you're like you know working full-time or part-time or going to school part-time or full-time or doing whatever it's like that same structure isn't being upheld by authority figures the only person that is responsible for that structure is yourself i will say when i first started doing community theater yeah my mom would drive me to and from rehearsals so i was like 14 15 like i couldn't quite drive yet yeah and i remember i used to get so frustrated with my mom because at the end of rehearsals the directors give notes right right and so even though rehearsal was like scheduled quote unquote seven to ten you'd be there until sometimes 10 30 getting be, yeah you know 10 15 10 30 and my mom would text me hurry up please and i'd always get mad like mom i can't control the notes but my mom was driving me to and from every single night how many nights a week whatever right the moment i got my driver's license all of my friends that couldn't drive i was like anybody need a ride let's go like i wanted to take everyone everywhere three weeks after that i never wanted to drive again of now i hate driving i hate being responsible getting myself to and from places however though on the flip side of that coin which i feel like i've already said this episode that phrase i get so incredibly anxious when other people are responsible for getting me to places because you have to be so you're like i have well, to I rely them, on them i have to be there 30 minutes earlier than when i should be because god forbid there's something that gets in the way and you don't want to be an imposition to yeah. them and it's like so much to be like hey this is the thing but everybody else is living their own life so mm-hmm. if you put your responsibility and your time into somebody else you you can't account for what they're thinking and feeling for what is important to them which isn't going to be as important as what you're thinking or feeling and where Mm -hmm. you need to be it's yeah uh, well and also like i like to be if i like to be 15 minutes early that's on time for me if i'm on time quote unquote i'm late late, in my mind yeah so like i don't know i have a love-hate relationship with it it's easier to rely on myself because I know exactly what time I need to leave. Right. I know exactly how fast I drive. I know exactly what routes I take to get there. Right. And what um, the commute is going to look like. Regardless. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'll research the commute like before I go to make sure I give myself enough time to leave or worst case, like, oh, if I'm a little early, I'll just hang out for a little bit before yeah. I leave. But like having to rely on other people to get me places, and even if like I don't have a deadline, like I have to be there at a certain time with someone else transporting me. It freaks me out. I like to be responsible for myself in that regard, like getting to work on time. Because then that way, if I'm late or anything happens, I can't blame it on like someone else. I have to blame it on myself. It's the intrinsic respect of Mm -hmm. time. So I like that responsibility of it that like, okay, I have my own vehicle. I am responsible for getting myself to and from engagements and work and things like that. So like that level of responsibility kind of on days when it feels hard to do basic tasks or go to the places i need to go that like okay i'm the only one that's going to get myself there in the first place like helps me right go in last thing that i'll say is like i've heard this so often and i've heard rebuttals to it as well so many people will say everybody has the same 24 hours in a day right i hate that phrase i hate it because here's the thing 
everybody's way of life and how they get to and from places and how they live their lives is mm-hmm. different. It is not all across the board. It doesn't work that way. So your 24 hours, because you have so many things easily accessible and available to you, may go by super quickly and you can get all that you need done. But if you are limited by transportation or economic availability or, or fiscal responsibility. Or if you have children, you can't get childcare, oh, things like that. Exactly. It's unfair to hold everybody to that standard because you're just blinding yourself at that point. I think that puts, I'm really glad that you brought up that phrase because I think that puts a really toxic mentality and outlook on like this work life kind of thing. So yeah, like, like the, the, I- the it, yeah. idea, the, the quote that you hear is like, you should have a perfect balance between like work, personal life and family, right? You should yeah. have that all kind of juggled and perfectly balanced. The nuclear family concept, yeah. But with that whole, we all have the same 24 hours or like, you know what, it's, start, it's now or never. Like it's this toxic like work mentality where like if you're not spending every free moment you have to either work on your career or work on bettering yourself or work on something. Then you're failing. Th- yes, and that, and, and then unfair. like when you're not doing that, then you're like, shit, I'm falling behind. I'm missing out. I'm failing. Like it's, it's a really I'm, toxic negative e- with the, that like disguise of like positivity, like in motivation. But like in reality, it really builds like a really negative self image of yourself if you can't live up to these expectations right. that this fucking internet phrase has kind of set out for you. And then when you see people that are really thriving and really succeeding, you're like, what am I doing wrong? Like, how did these people get it so right? And And I'm fucking up. The irony of it is that all of these statements are created and popularized by people who are so much more privileged than the people they're being preached to. Here's the thing. We intrinsically ourselves are fairly privileged people. We're in our early 20s. We're employed. Mm-hmm. Happily so. Mm-hmm. We have the means to afford the uh, basic essentials. Basic essentials. And even more than that, extracurricular materials. We, we can buy food. I can pay for my phone, my car, yes. you know, whatever. Like I can pay for the things that I need. Right. We have the allotment to be able to create what we're doing literally right in this moment, which is something. So objectively, do- we're not that bad off. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you see these people who don't even have internet access, regardless. Or a roof over their head. Exactly. It, it, it's so awful and terrible. I- well, I think it's true. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. However, those 24 hours look very different for everybody. Absolutely. For some people, it's waking up early to go to work before the kids wake up and hoping that the oldest kid can get the others ready for school. And then you come home really late at night hoping that they got the money that you left on the table for dinner. You know, that's 24 hours. There can be a 24 hours of, you know, a kid waking up, going to college, going to all their classes, coming home, taking care of a sick family member, stuff like that. Like there are so many variables and so many things that like you don't really know what anyone is dealing with. So I, that's why I think it's a super toxic thing to just put a, a generic label Absolutely. on everybody has the same thing because we don't. No. Not everybody has the same circumstances. And like we're all doing the, the best, best we, can we can with what we've got. Compassion, respect, empathy are all things that are super important because we're here for a given amount of time. 
And adulting is hard. It's so fucking hard. And there's no manual for it, there unfortunately. Isn't. And and the workload is all subjective. Mm-hmm. So like what is easy for you can be outer worldly hard for somebody else. In the words of the great philosopher Hannah Montana, yes. life's what you make it. So let's make it rock. Indeed. Just kidding. That's another example of toxic positivity. But like, you know what I mean? Like who are we to say we are strangers from the internet that you cannot see but i will say and maybe this is inherently toxic positivity but if it is i'll let it lie if you are and everybody will be eventually an adult will be an adult have been doing this for a very long time you're doing a great job and chances are because the way that you know modern society whatever is built um you don't hear that enough you're doing amazing sweaty you're doing amazing, sweaty. And if you're too sweaty, sweetie, then maybe Get if you... Get some antiperspirant. Yeah. And also, just for the record, I'm just going to double back on this. Um, not not a three-in-one shampoo. Mm-mm. Please, no. Now, if any of this didn't necessarily sit well with you... And sorry. <laughs> <laughs> very sorry. And uh, we're more than happy to uh take your grievances uh in our email inbox compliment sandwich us. it or, or insult sandwich it so if email you... us with your least favorite capri sun uh, what we're doing wrong and then your favorite it'll be like like a lunchable stacker email anyone for anything at all please let it be us for this email please. we need i need to know i she need to, to know. know it's the only thing that's going to keep me going oh please. my god savannah how can i get in contact with you at the sav and sean show at gmail.com that's how suckers oh my god the call's coming from inside the house <laughs> hello if you are so inclined i can't say i'm an expert but i'm more than happy to share my own personal experience beyond what i've shared already with being an adult yes oh <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even an. it's like it's like ask abby but like <laughs> literally spill with sean so you can uh direct message us your grievances compliments whatever else you so choose to say to us on instagram at the underscore sav and sean underscore show that's us and our show it is and you can if you're so inclined because you don't want savannah to see it because it's a secret between you and i we're best friends you can do that at anthony underscore clams and if you wish to um follow sav uh, you can do so in the aisles of your local Publix. I think around the Entenmann section is where she frequents. No, it it's the be... frozen broccoli. Have you forgotten? Oh, yes, green eyes, bird's eye. Section. Oh, you're right. I am the Entenmann section. I don't even get the bird's eye. I get the Publix brand frozen broccoli. <laughs> she said, "What's good, generic?" Dollar ninety nine. I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm an adult. I don't want to be. Well, thanks for sticking with us this long. Um, if you want to hear more, just come back next week. Please do. And we'll see you guys next time. We, we won't see you, but you'll hear us. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.